Hi, my name is Wisdom and welcome to Nehemiah Build. This series, Nehemiah Build, focuses on the life of Nehemiah and the great things he did to transform Jerusalem. We are saying that enough of my parents or my family is not giving me support. Enough of my church is not being supportive. Enough of my government or the country is not being supportive. We need to rise up and change those narratives. We need to rise up and find opportunities for our own selves so that we can grow ourselves and then begin to also grow others. We need to be healthy. We need to be strong in order to also pull others up. So Nehemiah Build is here to challenge us as believers to rise up and begin to um, change our lives, change our mindset, begin to build because as believers, we are all builders and we need to rise up and begin to build. So at the end of this series, we are looking at getting some ideas and getting some uh, solutions from Nehemiah and then adding it to what God has given us as a people and using that to transform our lives, transform the community, transform the country as a whole. So we are saying that Nehemiah took a step when he saw that there was a problem. He actually took a step. What are we doing as a people in that community where we find ourselves? What are we doing to solve some of the problems or the challenges that uh, confront us in, in that society or in that community? We need to be able to rise up and begin to fix them just as Nehemiah did. So today we are just going to look at the background um, life of Nehemiah, what uh, he did as a person. So according to the Bible, Nehemiah was a cupbearer in the kingdom of Persia and also became a governor of Persian Judea under King Artaxerxes of Persia. So we are saying that as a cupbearer, um, Nehemiah was responsible for serving the drinks at the royal table, specifically serving the king. Cupbearer is a position for trustworthy people because the royal life is in your hands. Therefore, you must always ensure what you are serving the king is harmless. As a cupbearer, you get to also take the drink before seven just to prove that it is safe and this makes the position a high risk one one mis one mistake could cost your life and you can easily be poisoned too because you are tasting the drink before seven and if perhaps um the king's enemies connive with somebody in there to poison the king then it means that you are going to taste the drink first so to be a cupbearer is putting your life on the line for the king you are to ensure no one harms him through the drinks you serve so in genesis chapter 40 verse 1 the baker and the cupbearer offended the king 
and they were put in jail. So as a cupbearer, if someone poisons the king through the drink you set him, then you are good as dead because your neck will be chopped off or your neck will be cut off as a result of that because uh, you didn't play or you didn't do your job very well. In this kingdom or as believers, we are saying that we need more of trustworthy believers if we want to really make an impact in this life. We need believers as Nehemiah. Believers who are serious about their jobs and who are truthful about the things that they do. So ask yourself, am I a trustworthy person in that family? Am I trustworthy in the church? Am I trustworthy at the workplace? Am I trustworthy in that public office I occupy? The reason why we are asking some of these questions is because people say that they will not trust their positions to believers simply because of some of the things that some people who call themselves or who are believers have done to them so they will not rather they, they will not trust their jobs to believers but rather trust their jobs to other people who are not believers so we are saying that to occupy uh, a powerful position to be able to influence and impact lives then we need to be trustworthy people it is not just about our certificates it is not just about the things that we've gone to school to learn if you are not trustworthy nobody would love to work with you so i ask you can your boss trust you with his business whilst he takes care of other important matters would you be able to say that oh come and manage this business for me i want to go on a trip will your boss do that if he won't do that then you should begin to ask yourself some questions is it because you're not trustworthy or is it a matter of favor because if you are not trustworthy trust me nobody is going to leave their valuables to you to manage because it took them several years to be able to get to where they are as a people and you don't expect them to just give it to somebody who will break it in a few seconds so we are saying that would you rather grow your boss's business or will you connive with others to collapse his business as a believer can that can the pastor trust you with the members god has given him to lead or you are going to poison their minds to leave and then you will move them from that church into your own church what are you going to do so we are saying that trustworthy people like nehemiah will make uh will ensure that the king is not poison who ensure that whatever they have been given to do by God, they will do it and do it well to the glory of God. So if you are not trustworthy, then you should start working on yourself because nobody, nobody will want to work with somebody who is not trustworthy. Bible makes us understand 
that the boy David was a good shepherd. When a lion attacked the sheep, he fought the lion to save the sheep. Now ask yourself, if it were to be you and I, we would definitely or we would definitely leave that ship behind because we have a lot of them. Why should we risk our life for that simple one or that even small one that the lion wants to take? So for us to save our lives, we will leave that ship to perish. But the boy David never did so. Whenever a, a lion or a bear attacks the ship, Bible said that he stood and fought to make sure or to rescue the ship. So now God knowing his heart made him a king because David among his brothers and the entire Israel was the best was the best person who could manage God's people. Because if he could put his life on the line for a ship, then he will put his life on the line for God's people. And he actually did that because when he fought Goliath, he was putting his life on the line for Israel. When everybody was afraid and they couldn't step forward to fight Goliath, the boy David came on the scene to fight Goliath. Now we said Nehemiah was not a priest. He was not a um, in the Levite tribe, but he was a Jew. In today's world, we will say he is not a pastor, but a believer. When we are saying he is not a pastor, we are saying that perhaps he might not have gone to um, the Bible schools to be ordained as a pastor. But this man, Nehemiah, had a great relationship with God. And we are saying that God was with him in the house of um, King Aptazazes. Because who knows how many times um, the king's enemies might have poisoned the drink for Nehemiah to even taste it. But God on his, uh, on his side um, saved him and preserved his life. And we are saying that he was a spiritual man, even to the point that when the problem came or when he heard about Jerusalem, he went on his knees to pray to God. And Bible says that God had him and God gave him favor before the king. So even though Nehemiah will say was working in a secular world, he had a great relationship with God. So we are saying it doesn't matter where you are working. You can be working at any company in Ghana here. The company might not belong to a believer, but you are, you are representing God in that business. And therefore, you need to serve as if you are serving God and not man. And through that one, your reward will also come. Through that one, then we are building um, a society, we are building a community, we are building a nation as a whole. So, Nehemiah, we are saying that 
was a spiritual man. And when we are talking about wealth, one of the wealth that Nehemiah had was a spiritual wealth because he had a solid relationship with God. And for him to survive all the years, it was because he was spiritually wealthy and the favor of God was upon him. So this was um, the life of Nehemiah as a cupbearer. Just a quick look at what he did as a cupbearer. Nehemiah also at the point uh, was a governor. When Judah was conquered, it became a colony of Persia. Nehemiah was appointed a governor of Judah. And as a governor, he represents the image and voice of the king of Persia in that colony. So he is to ensure that the people obey the rules of the king, um, such as building, um, sorry, such as paying of taxes to the king of Persia, and also ensure that the policies of the king are implemented in that colony we will all agree that it takes an educated fellow to occupy such a position and this means nehemiah was an educated man so when it comes to um an intellectual world we'll say nehemiah was intellectually wealthy it takes not just an honest man but also an educated one to run the affairs of a colony. So we are saying that education is very good. And we are not only referring to formal education, we are also referring to informal education. Nehemiah was not only praying and fasting, he was also educating himself to occupy a better position in order to impact lives. Prayer is good. And we all know it's good. We don't spend time learning about our occupation, learning about new ways to do the jobs that we do. We don't upgrade our knowledge base in the things that, or in the occupation that God has given unto us to do. So spiritually, you are growing, but occupation-wise, you are not because you are not learning anything to improve your business in this modern age you still do not know how to do business by ourselves your client must always travel to your shop to do business with you meanwhile there are other believers like you doing the same business and they are taking advantage of the modern or of modern technology to advance their businesses simply because they have learned about it and they are using it. Maybe you don't have the money now to afford formal education, but thanks be to God, there is internet, and we must use it wisely to improve our lives as believers. So you can get on there. We have places like Coursera and other places where you can learn things for free, where you can build or gain knowledge for free. So, you don't necessarily in today's world have to be in a classroom before you expand your knowledge. Thanks be to God. 
there are people who have gone to the universities and we attend the same church with them ask them questions about what you do find those who understand the things you do and they are ready to help you out and they are ready to communicate with you and then ask them don't talk only about telenovelas and all those things spend time and talk about business as well ask them how you can do this how can you improve your business what do you think i can do that will help me perhaps you are a footballer today you don't wait for a team or for a manager to say we need your video before you run and go and do a, a video of yourself to send to the team or to send to the manager there is phone take advantage of that phone make a short clip of yourself put it there or you can hire the services of a professional videographer if that is if you have the money and then let them record a nice video of you so that anytime a team requests that you they will know that you or you have it ready for them then they will know you are smart then they will know that you are serious about whatever you are doing so there are ways we can improve ourselves so whether you are a graphic designer you are a fashion designer you are whatever you are whatever you are doing there are ways you can improve yourself find the ways improve yourselves so that your business will also grow so that the things you do when people come and they say they need this you'll be able to render this those services to them so we are saying that let's begin to build ourselves just as the um just as nehemiah did so this is just an um a, a background story of who nehemiah was and thank you for joining this um uh, episode of nehemiah built um, next week we are just going to zoom in into uh the scriptures properly we are going to start from um, nehemiah chapter 1 verse 3 and then we will build up from there we'll look at some of the things he did the inspiration we can draw from that the ideas we can get from that and then we'll move deeper into the conversation so if you have any comments if you have any suggestions you can just drop them in the comment below and then uh if you have any advice tell us Let, let's learn let's improve our lives and let's begin to do things for ourselves let's begin to um, build ourselves when we do that we'll be able to build others as well when we do that we'll be able to lift others as well because if you are weak you can lift anybody so build yourself you need to be strong in order to also build somebody to be strong you need to be healthy in order to pull somebody up so let's begin to work on ourselves let's begin to improve ourselves having in mind that we are doing this because we want to pull others up we are doing this because we want to transform lives nehemiah used his position to transform Jerusalem. What are you going to use your position for?